0: I've traveled to a lot of major cities in America. And in many of them, the halal options are mainly Desi or Arab with some burgers, with some hot chicken. But here in Houston, you can get halal food from like countries that are in five different continents in in the world. The Halal Food Podcast by
1: Halal Run, the number one guide to halal eating options in the US, Canada and the UK. Welcome. On our podcast, we feature inspiring and accomplished Muslims in the West from all backgrounds. We talk to them about their lives and about the halal restaurants where they love to eat. Our guest today is Zain Muhammad, who is based in Houston after having grown up in Saudi Arabia. He was one of the first halal food bloggers having started over 10 years ago and actually started on a real website before moving over to Instagram. He has over 10,000 followers on Instagram and blogs under the handle The Halal Reviewer. Zain has some great recommendations for places to eat in Houston and shares a lot of them with us. If you enjoy this episode, make sure to hit that like button. And now let's jump over to the interview. Zain, Asalaamu and thank you for being on our podcast.
0: Waalaikum salam. Uh, thank you for the invite. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, it's it's awesome to have you. Uh, you are one of the original halal bloggers. Why don't we jump right into it? When did you start blogging, and how did you get started?
0: So I started in February 2013. Actually, I was so, oh, the first. 10 years Yeah, yeah. This uh, this past February was my ten year anniversary, and so my love for food came from growing up in Saudi Arabia. So you know everything there was halal. I enjoyed. I really enjoyed eating out growing up and it's not just like out of food or these it's like a wide variety so i thought to myself why not write about it like one of my main inspirations for like writing was anthony bourdain i used to watch his programs in high school when i was in high school of him traveling and trying all the local stuff and all that and that inspired me but in high school i didn't have a car and then when when freshman year came I had a car I just didn't have the time because I was just so focused on my study and then one day in the spring semester I was in the university like one of the university common areas and the place in front of me had halal options so I thought you know what why not why not give it a shot and this was before I made my Instagram I I had a full fledged website before I started out the Instagram. The full fledged website started in February. The Instagram started in October. And it was actually my sister who came up with the handle, the Halal Reviewer. And so,
1: you know, in your 10 years blogging uh, over multiple platforms, what have you, what are the changes you've seen in the Houston halal scene that you've been covering so closely?
0: Oh, the changes have been monumental. Like, the availability of halal has gone up so much. And not only the availability, but the diversity as well. I've traveled to a lot of major cities in America. And in many of them, the halal options are mainly Desi or Arab. With some burgers, with some hot chicken. But here in Houston, you can get halal food from like... Countries that are in five different continents in this in the world, and when I was a freshman, that wasn't really the case.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome. All over the country, there've been explosions of of halal options, which is great for everyone. So the other thing that's changed since you started blogging is there are a lot more bloggers. Right, you were one of the first, and now there are lots, and it's a great vibrant community of halal bloggers. So who are some of the other bloggers or newer bloggers? whose work uh, you, you like? Who, who do you check out and who do you think is doing good work?
0: Well, for me, um, I made friends with one of them, Mr. Fusion Eats. His name is also Zen. He, um, he does. He's based in Houston as well. So, and he, I like his pictures. I like the stuff that he does. And he's a very nice guy. Another person is, is Adventures of Shack and B. They're two friends. One of them is in Houston. The other is in Chicago. We've been friends for about five years now. And, you know, every time one of them comes down from Chicago or I go out, we always meet up. We always grab a meal, catch up on live and and all that. And then uh, there, there, there's a foodie's chronicle. Her name is Serena. She also does social media marketing and I like her content a lot. She's also a good friend of mine now. Anything that happens, if I need help, I always reach out to her. And there's an Asian blogger from Laos called, his name, he goes by T. His Instagram is taste by T. Very nice guy. I've met him a few times. We've always chatted whenever we meet up, try the food, and everything goes well.
1: Wow, those are some great uh, great blogs for all of us to check out. And, you know, we, we love hearing about how bloggers know each other or meet or collaborate because it's such a vibrant community and you're all doing such an important uh task for all of us who are trying to find great halal places to eat so that's great to hear so so zen when someone comes down to houston for the first time right now i haven't been to houston since the 80s i am long overdue for a trip what are the what are the Top places in in the Houston area that you tell them that they need to check out for food. Your top recommendations to a first-time visitor.
0: So Texas is known for Texas barbecue. And two of the main uh, meats in Texas barbecue are beef ribs and beef brisket. The fortunate thing is that we have two places in the Houston area that are known for their great um, ribs and brisket. One of them is called Pinkerton's Barbecue. They use Creekstone and they have had the halal option since 2017. And in fact, they're so popular that when Isla was in Houston, the line was out the door and it was full of Muslim customers. Like people from all over the country, they came on down to Pinkerton's to try the ribs and brisket since it is of a Texas specialty. And the great thing is that the owner is not Muslim, but he knows about the halal practices. He knows about, you know, cutting it, smoking it separately, using a clean table, to board to cut, using clean utensils and whatnot. So when he asks for halal, he would bring out a fresh brisket and cut for you. And the the barbecue sauce is all halal as well. And they'll let you know that, you know, okay, this is bacon in it, don't have it. This is chicken stock in it, don't have it as well. So, and one thing I wanted to say about change is that a lot of non-Muslims have also become aware of halal because of just how much it has grown in in America, especially in Houston. So, Pinkin is one. Now, if you're willing to venture out to the suburbs, there's a place called Chuck Barbecue. They also have ribs and brisket, but they have mo- also have like halal chicken. They have halal pastrami as well, which is which, and they also have on select days they have halal sausages. And it's the same thing, hal- cooked separately. Spoke separately, and uh, you know, clean knives, clean board, and they've been doing very, and they've been doing very well in the Muslim customers as well. Now, for other spots that I recommend, one of them is called Bismillah Cafe. For me, they it's a Pakistani owned, it's a Pakistani Muslim owned restaurant here. They have some of the best burgers, and they have these really good spicy tenders called the Ten Chicken Tenders. You also get those in wings. You also get them as a sandwich. And he also owns um, an Asian place called Wakana, which is also really good. Another record place I recommend if you want to be near downtown Houston and all the main attractions is Stanton City Bites. That's a place I've been going to since I was in college. And they've been doing halal for 10 years now. And since they started halal, current, past, and future. UAE students they go down to Stanton City Bites and they and they order all their halal burgers and and they regard it as some of the best burgers in town. The owners are Asian but they know all about halal, which is great, especially in a political climate like what we're in right now. Now, if you want to stick to desi, because I know there are people who only want to eat desi wherever they go. If you're being honest. Uh, there's a place called Agaz Restaurant and Catering. That, for me, is like one of the top restaurants, and that is the one daisy place that I would take a first-timer. They're known for their, their they have an amazing kebab karai. They have an amazing peshawari chicken, but the main thing they're known for is their goat chops. And a fun fact, when Isla was in town, the line was through the block, and one of the days they sold out. And on any on the weekends, it can be a forty-five minute to one-hour wait for tables. And when it's Ramadan, they have a, they have expanded it so much because of just how high the demand is to eat in there. And even the big banquet hall that can accommodate like three hundred people, it's packed, especially in Ramadan and weekends. So those are some of the places. There's a lot more, but in the interest of time, I would say I, I would say this. Because Houston, again, has so much to offer. And a lot of the halal stuff we see here, you won't find it elsewhere in most of the major cities in America.
1: Yeah, well, thank you, Zen. Those are some awesome picks. I'm sure very much appreciated by our audience who's planning to make a, a trip to Houston. So, you know, the last question I want to ask, right? Our podcast is all about Muslims celebrating other Muslims and Muslims celebrating the community. Who are. Some of the you know, Muslims in the West, in North America, in Europe, who you admire, not necessarily in the food world that we're all in, but just generally, um, who do you admire, who, who uh, do you think is, is you know, are great you know, examples for the community,
0: and why? So I have a few, actually. One of them is the journalist Mehdi Hassan. Um, I've had the privilege of meeting a couple of times, a very nice man. And he taught me how to, you know, deal with people who give you a hard time. There are these, when he was he used to be with Al Jazeera. He used to have a show where he would speak at the Oxford Union, and he would grill people like politicians. And then he would say things like, he would put like actual quotes that they said. Like for example, on this day, uh, just a few months ago, you said X, Y, Z. Can you please explain that, even though you're. You're saying ABC right now. And that inspired me because there are some people, what a phenomenon that I've seen in my 10 years of blogging is there are people who are like, oh, why would you eat at somewhere that has poor pork or alcohol? But then you do a little digging and you realize that they go to business dinners with clients or the employees at such places and that have pork and alcohol but only eat seafood. So that inspired me, like, hey, how could, why do you go to, let's say, Cheesecake Factory, and have a, a grilled salmon for your anniversary, if you're telling me that, you know, why would I go to such places? Something like that. And another, per, and I know he has a podcast, so, Loki, I hope it, one day, inshallah, that I would be on this podcast. Another Muslim I admire is Hassan Minhaj. He was like the first real Muslim celebrity I've seen on on TV, and he really likes Houston's food as well. There have been times when he made stuff about Houston's food. <clears throat> Hopefully, one day I could um, one day I could have like a sit down, have a meal, chat with him, just you know, just a casual talking. And I I also want to show like you know Texas barbecue, how we Muslims do Texas barbecue and burgers and all that. Another is Samir Sanmas of Samir's Eats. He was one of my main inspirations of starting the blog. He was the first real person to use social media to show Halal restaurants. So in, in the in Jersey and Philly, he was one of my he was actually one of my inspiration. I've met him a few times. Very nice guy. I've dined with him on a couple of occasions. which is also really cool. Now some of the other one other person i admire is imam Umar salman he's a very very shari'f man um he also you know helps the stuff he always posts gems some of the stuff and you know uplifting people uplifting muslims and all and uh, which is something we need nowadays another person like that is Soebar, imam I had the privilege of meeting him a few times and one one sitting on a table at the same time at one time. Very nice man. You know, he's a big food guy like me as well. So great foodies think alike, basically. So that those are some of the Muslims that I admire. Present day Muslims that I admire.
1: Those are those are some great picks. Um, Zen, it has been awesome having you on the podcast. I'm sure our audience uh, appreciates all that you've shared, uh, all your recommendations, uh, and uh, once again, we uh, speaking on behalf of the Muslim community, who you know is always looking for great halal places to eat. We appreciate the work you do in in spreading the word uh, and making people aware of great options. So thank you for everything, and thanks for being on the podcast.
0: No problem. Thank you for inviting me.
1: Salam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Thanks for joining us. Halal Run is the number one guide to halal eating options in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K., featuring over 17,000 restaurant listings in over 2,500 cities. You can find us on our website at halalrun.com or on our social profiles everywhere we are at Halal Run. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe so we can bring you more content just like it. We are here to serve you.